Last Sunday's collect, or opening prayer, and today's as well, begin with the same Latin word, exita, an imperative form of the verb beseeching God to excite, or perhaps better, to stir up something or other, exita. Last week we pleaded that God would stir up his own power and come. And today we ask him to stir up our hearts, mobilizing God, motivating him, so to speak, by our entreaties, is a certain bold manner of speaking, as you must surely recognize. And yet it's with the church's authority that we confidently speak in that way, following the pattern of a biblical idiom. Focusing on this idea in today's collect, we recognize how great is the need for God's grace to stir up our hearts, which otherwise might suffer from so much lassitude, that is, from so much sluggishness, apathy, weariness, and languish. Aiming at the heart, we mean that it's the emotional part of ourselves that needs the prodding, which is to say our affections. Pious affections, I would say, are given all too little a place in the modern expression of our Catholicism. We speak in clean and clinical terms about faith, sin, and grace, but do not sufficiently acknowledge the value and utility that affections have in the spiritual life. We tend to become too cerebral, too heady, dispassionate, dare I say, cold, in the exercise and expression of our faith. And the upshot of such a Gnostic detachment is a dryness and fruitlessness which may easily slide towards that spiritual lethargy I mentioned. We stand in need of God's stirring up our affections with heartfelt expressions of a genuine piety to uphold and deepen our union with God, something akin to putting incense on the ignited coals of the thurible at Mass making a cloud of smoke and a pleasant fragrance to arise unto God. These Advent stirrings up ought to center around our fascination over the incarnation of the Son of God, of Him who at this time was concealed in the womb of the Blessed Mother, 
we should contemplate there the divine word made flesh and out of awe address the three divine persons of God with deep admiration and praise for such a sublime thing. We should relish praying to the Father. Good Father, what a marvel it is that you formed in Mary that very first Christian temple from which you received first the only acts of adoration worthy of you, those of Jesus adoring you, his Father, in that sacred place. I wish to join to his acts of homage my own adoration and gratitude for coming to dwell among us as a man. And again, to be stirred up, that excitare in Latin, speaking to the Son, the second person of the Blessed Trinity. We may say to him in his embryonic state, from the heights of the glory of heaven, O Lord, you descended into this human tabernacle of the Virgin Mary, to be cherished, adored, and praised by her. In imitation of Mary, I consecrate my whole being to you so that you can live in me as you have so graciously lived in her. And then we address the Holy Spirit with a similar fervor. You, O Holy Spirit, who formed the body of our Lord, uniting it to a most pure soul, and who united both body and soul to the person of the Son of God, accept our thanks for this unspeakably great product of God. God become man and help us to become more worthy of his descent into our lowly humanity. And finally, we may find a motive by God's stirring up to turn to the Holy Virgin Mary and exclaim to her in our prayer, to be the mother of God is a privilege all your own you who surpass all the perfections of every saint and angel combined. We admire in you Christ's humility, his patience, his obedience, his unceasing prayer of adoration to the Father in your womb. It's our great happiness to contemplate your lofty holiness and fullness of grace in your most holy soul. It is these kinds of things, I believe, that the church is directing us to do by that word, ekshita, of the collect. Stir up, arouse, excite. 
only by the moving of the heart in love can we make any sense of the preparedness that Advent is meant to accomplish. Although I'm sometimes harsh in expressing my dismay over the secular way we celebrate the holiday season, what I really mean is that there ought to be a kind of Christmas music coming from the interior of your affections, that there should be a Christmas decor in the virtues coming out of your soul, and that the true Christmas gift-giving is in reality donating yourselves to God, whole and entire. I wish to close with an exhortation taken from the introit of this Mass. People of Zion, the Lord will come to save the nations. In the joy of your heart, he will make the glory of his voice heard. So it is God's voice that can echo in the praises of your heart. You need to magnify the Lord like Mary, responding to the stirring up of grace within you. There's a certain measure of God's glory that only you can give him. Advent wants to rouse us from our drowsy, sluggard spirit and be stirred up in pious affections to Jesus living in Mary, to Jesus living in our souls.